This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Good afternoon, Terry. How are you today? Hi, I am doing good. I always love these days that we do these. So yes, so any day that we're recording is a good day. I agree. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Manya, and along with Terry, I'm the co-host of Friendshipable, the Project BFF podcast. Welcome to episode number 41. And today we're going to talk about how many friends can you really have? Is there a limit to the number of friends we can have in our life? Um, so Terry, is there a limit? To how the many? What's the number? Yeah. Um, I, you know, May I, all right, now I'm going to go deep on it. Is okay. what's the definition of friendship? You can have people who are um, that you work with and you see every day and you work on projects with, and are they your friends? Um, or the people you grow up with that you're still friends with or went to college with? Or um, so I think I don't know that there's a number, but you could have friends from different. Uh, places in your mm-hmm. life so that's a non-answer what's your what is your what do you think so I'm gonna say 150 okay I'm just gonna I'm 151 putting, tips the scale I'm putting a stake <laughs> in the ground we can have 150 <laughs> friends but you know I don't come by that number just pulling it out of thin air okay there is an uh evolutionary psychologist oxford university robin dunbar Mm -hmm. and he has come up with the number 150 that we can only maintain about 150 relationships um in our lives that's sort of the number of connections we can have and there are trade-offs. I guess 151 is the breaking point because then you gotta you gotta let go of somebody from the other from the earlier 150, so you get back to 100. So he refers to it as like um, you know, sort of looking at friendship circles and how close are you to people. So um, uh-huh. the tightest circle will have five people in it. Those are your loved ones. Then you've got about 15 people who would be the good friends, 50 people who are friends, 150 people who are meaningful contacts. So that's where that 150 comes. But then 500 people, if you add in your acquaintances, and then 1500 people, if you look at people you recognize. But if you're talking about people that you would consider friends and connections, that's about 150 people. I don't have enough room in my ad in my address book because I send a lot of cards and stuff like that. I've never written out. I don't write out 150 holiday cards. No, 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 no. I do not either. But I do think sometimes people think of it as kind of your Christmas card list. Yeah. But, oh, no, yeah. He did research and said that um, uh, 
you know, the part of the brain, um, the, your neocortex, the, it is linked to the size of building a cohesive social group. And there are limits with how much complexity you can handle in your social system. So it's actually the biological, I think what he is arguing, it's a biological, you know, bumpers or, or limitations on, um, you know, right. even if you wanted, wanted to be close to 1500 people, it, you couldn't do, you probably couldn't do it based on what he is saying anyway. Well, the, what was the one statistic you mentioned of the 150, you know, as you start going further out? Yeah, so that was so 150, 150 was meaningful contact. Meaningful. Yeah. And and inside the the number prior to that? Yeah, so 150 meaningful contacts, 50 right. friends, 15 right. good friends, and then five right. loved ones, the tightest okay. circle. Okay. I, when you said the meaningful context, especially the number of it, with social media, I wonder if that includes that circle, that's a meaningful contact, because we're connected through social media um, in a variety of different platforms, and probably when you add all of those up, um, you get somewhere near that number. And so I wonder if that's the definition of that. And then prior to social media, that category might not have existed. You know, I think this, if I'm remembering from the reading, the articles, right, this 150 has been pretty consistent across time. Yeah. And, and, you know, he started by studying, um, you know, other primates, non-humans. Mm. So it apparently from the research, this is a pretty consistent number and social media doesn't really change it. So if you've, okay. got, if you've got a million followers on, on Facebook or Twitter, um, most of those people are not meaningful contacts. Right. They're right. perhaps meaningful as because you want to have a million followers, but right. they are not going to be your friends. They're not in your close circle. They're not people you're going to want to travel with. Uh -huh. If you go back to some other episodes we've, we've talked about, right. um, they're not people you are going to call when you're in trouble. They're not people you're going to be invited over to dinner with some certainly could become a closer friend, uh -huh. but I think, I think that I feel like we misunderstand these social media connections in terms of our real life friendships. I, yeah. And I think this, the number is just talking about, um, actual um, beings. Yeah. So he says, yeah. you know, um, he believes there's a ratio between brain size and group size through his studies of non-human primates, um, using neuroimaging and observation on time spent grooming, which is um, something in non-human primates that's an important behavior. We don't right. We don't do that as much with each other. Although every once in a while, you know, you pick the little piece of lint <laughs> off your friend's jacket. Um, that's right. Um, I, you know what? I actually one time wanted to do that to somebody, and I before I reached out, I said, "Do you mind if I reach out and groom you?" you know, <laughs> like. 
I don't want you to think I'm I'm overstepping my bounds here, but you got a thing. No, I'm not going all Jane Goodall on you. I'm just taking yeah, it exactly. off because it's driving me crazy. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But so I think, you know, what's interesting to me is that he studied um, non-human primates as well and kind of is, has come up with that it that it really is, um, you know, that's that's the space that you are able to carve out for these kind of relationships. And if somebody new comes in, there's a chance that somebody's going to have to move out. Or if somebody moves out, then you bring somebody else in. Um, but there, I think, you know, I think about it and I try to think of how many people do I consider, you know, good friends, close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't, I haven't really counted, but I'd be surprised if I was even at a hundred given people I think of as meaningful contacts. Right, right. That's why when you first mentioned those numbers, I thought, okay, then I'm really on the deficit here. Well, this is the outer limit. This is exactly, exactly. I get it. I think this is a way to say, yes, you may have 500 Uh or 5,000 friends on Facebook, but, but they're not really friends in the same way as as your as your other friends i just i think it's um i don't know i find it fascinating i think it is too and i think i know i'm kind of having fun with the numbers but it has to be something that we don't we're not as we go through our lives we're not even aware of the number right so because you're focused on the people that like you said the tight circle and the people that you are in communication most frequently, you see most frequently, you think of most frequently, that right. kind of thing. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I think uh, for many people, it's, we're just trying to keep up with the people in our lives. So, um, you know, I, I don't think I, I definitely couldn't keep up with 150 people on no. any kind of regular basis. Um, so if you think about who are the people you reach out to most often, and then that is obviously a much, a much smaller group. Um, I don't know. I feel like, like it would be interesting to make a list. Well, and do the circle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like that list of, I also like that 500 acquaintances just happens to be, because I think about, you know, there are all sorts of people that I would put in that category. I wouldn't say are friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I recognize them because I, um, you know, see them in the same place at the same time or the same shop or the same, you know, restaurant or something. I I feel that way when I scroll through LinkedIn, because the people that I've worked with, or, and that, you know, 10, 15, whatever years ago are all there and I'll see a face and I'll remember that, oh yeah, he's, you know, did this with him, worked on this project with him yeah. or something like that. So I think that's what, and that's an acquaintance, right? Right. You know, I recently um, on social media saw a photo of me with a group of people that I used to work with many years uh-huh. ago. And the person who posted it is the only person in the photo besides, oh, no, I'm sorry. There were two people. The person who posted it and one other person were the only people in the photo of, I think about 15 people that I recognized. And I thought this is so interesting because this was a work outing. 
I knew all of these people, Yeah, so, you know, as work acquaintances, the people that I do remember were closer work friends, uh-huh. but it's so interesting to think about, you know, as you think about types of relationships and the number of people that we know in our lives to think I had so much fun with these people. And I literally do not know the names of most of these people anymore. I right. don't remember knowing them. And that is life, right? That is just, that is the way things go. But I just thought, you know, there are people who in certain moments are important right. as acquaintances or whatever, and then, then they aren't anymore. And you didn't know, we don't know at the time because we're all invested in the work that we're doing and the just being coworkers and working on things for years and years and years that when people start going their separate ways, yeah, it's still a collection of people, but it is the acquaintance things. Of course, some of them we, we have become friends with, but they become part of that tight of circle. If you're still friends with, with somebody. Um, but again, you know, LinkedIn, because of the business um, aspect of, that it holds, it really is. It's like a yearbook of, oh, I know. Yeah. I know. So, yes. Anyway, but that, that counts, that counts. There were hundreds of people that we each overlapped with in the course of um, a job. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I know it's interesting in LinkedIn in particular, just to, to continue that conversation is it's largely people that we know from work, although often right. our personal friends exactly. are on there too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that overlap and every once in a while I'll see, um, I'll be looking through LinkedIn and I'll see, Oh my gosh, we are, I am connected to that person. Yes. Or yeah. I'll look and I'll see, Oh my goodness, this person and I, you know, we connected on LinkedIn 10 years ago and I haven't talked to them. So I'll just send a quick, Hey, I was thinking yeah, about yeah. kind yeah. of note. Um, but you know, I think social media, it, LinkedIn, Facebook, all of these things are a way to keep track of these kind of relationships. Because if you think, you know, pre-social media, if, we, if we're going to hold this number 150, right. um, those, you know, meaningful contacts, we might not have, you know, you can't, if you can't keep in touch with 150 people every day. So right. There were definitely groups of people that were still meaningful to us, but uh-huh. we went for a long period of time, not uh, sort of knowing what's going on in their lives. And so, right. yeah, but they are part of that, um, that count, that circle. Yeah. Uh, again, I still think the number is, but I, I, I can, pro- yeah, that number still, again, strikes me as large, but I, I totally understanding of what it means. And I'm sure that that's what we all have. You know, when they, so they talk about like your tightest circle is five people and your, your good friends are 15 and like those numbers. I'm like, okay, I feel those numbers. Yeah. I I think I can just sort of automatically kind of slot a bunches of people into that, to that list. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a fascinating subject. And I wonder our listeners, if, how does that feel for you? Does it feel like 
that 150 number is right, do you feel like you can be friends with more people? Um, or does that number seem gigantic to you, which as it does to Terry? And yeah, to I know. I'm so, yeah. Sorry. You know, I guess maybe there's, there's a group of people that I'm not considering. Um, not, not well, friends, also, I mean, just, you know, the other thing is this is sort of the, the Dunbar number is sort yes. of the, the limit of the yes. number of friends. So it is not saying that one must have that many friends. Right. right. Um, and I would imagine that there are lots of people who couldn't come anywhere near that number when they were thinking about the number mm-hmm. of friends they have. And that is fine. This is yeah. not, this is not a goal. Oh, this isn't a contest for, I have 150 yeah. and you don't. It's definitely not a contest. And I promise you, if I were to list out who I thought fit into all of these, I would not come up to hundred. Yeah, right. Right. Um, right. And, but I, you know, I just think it, as we think about friendships and we realize that there are, there is a biological basis for some of this stuff. And, you know, we build these emotional connections yeah. with people, but we do that because we're a social species uh-huh. and we are, animals and we wouldn't be friends with people if there wasn't some sort of biological benefit to right. it. Right. Um, so I love that people are studying all of these different aspects of, of the topic. So it's called the Dunbar number number. Yeah. Which apparently he thinks is hilarious because usually people, uh, like himself, like, you know, psychologists and sociologists, things are named for them after they're dead. But um, so well, maybe that's why he keeps track of who his friends are and how many people, or he likes to see how many people are in our worlds. Right. It is interesting, um, but it is interesting. We probably, you know, we're, we're on this planet for considerable period of time, hopefully. And I could, you know, I could see how, over experiences and moves and things like that. Yeah. That circle fills to 150 pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And and I also agree with the I I don't know that I could handle more than that yeah. on, <laughs> on any kind of level. Yeah. It already feels sometimes um like I've got dear dear friends that I just don't have the time right. For, right. that I want to have the time for, but given our schedules or given, right. you know, life, it is, um, it can be difficult. And, you know, I just recently had a very big um, uh, work thing that I had to focus on and uh-huh. it was, was um, you know, it was all a good thing, but it was a lot of mental energy. And I just, you know, was sort of keeping in touch with people, but I was like, yeah, you know, I'll talk to you in May. I, you know, I'll get to you in May. Like, right. I, uh, I hope nothing's going wrong because I can't support you right now because I will talk to you in May. Um, and I don't like that feeling yeah. like, you know, and, and everybody understood and it was fine, but, um, you know, it's, uh, I don't know how people who have more friends than I have are able to manage them all and, and still do things with all of them. I agree with you. I don't, my, my gut feeling is that it wouldn't be the, the satisfying or tight knit friendships that I, I want to have if 
there's so many people because then you're, then you're almost toggling with making it part of your task. Like you were saying, forgive me. I've got a work deadline. I can't do anything. I'll be in touch with you. Um, but yeah, it would take, you'd have to dedicate time to, and, and you don't want to be, there's, we're fortunate to have, if we have it, we're fortunate to have a core group of people who we really know, know us, and we know one another. Um, and I, that's how, you know, those rings that you first described it, you know, that's that core, you know, the core group. And then that gives us that core base that, that we're comfortable, not comfortable with, but that we grow with and we're mm-hmm. closest to. So this family and then the friends, and then that gives us the, um, the, the time and the interest to get to know that larger group to some yeah. degree. So, yes. um, so I think it all, I like the image of just the circle because the, the strength and the comfort and the confidence and the, what we gain from the relationships in those first consent, those first circles gives us the, um, the desire to want to, to spread out and to get to know those other people better. Yeah. It gives us sort of that safety. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah. I remember having, uh, uh, I was, um, with a young child in my life who, uh-huh. um, trusted me and loved me and, but also was wanting to kind of go out on their own. And we, I was part of this. I was actually not part of the conversation, but this young person was having a conversation with a new person and another adult. And the entire time they had their hand on my knee uh-huh. and every once in a while I turned around to make sure that I was still there. And I was, uh-huh. and it was, you know, I did not need to be part of the conversation, but that person needed to know that I was there yeah. and that they were safe and it was okay to talk to this person. And sometimes I feel like going on what you said that some of our, our really close friendships are that they're the person we can just have our hand on their knee while we're talking to somebody else. And we know that they're there for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's the great imagery that you made with the child. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That's what we look for. Yeah. And I think, you know, those of us who are fortunate to have um, a group of close friends you know, it could be family as well, but they, they fulfill that role. Um, again, because we're, we're this social animal and we Mm -hmm. need to have those connections. And, um, you know, I know for people who don't feel they have those connections, that is a big struggle. Um, and to hear us talking about, oh, you have 150 friends. I know could feel really frustrating for people if if you are struggling, Um, and I just want to, I want to recognize that because I know not everybody, um, feels they have close friends. Right. Right. Um, And, um, you know, that is another topic that I think we're going to be talking about on the podcast soon. Um, I think it'll be interesting because we will include the link to this mm -hmm. in the, the notes. So, um, Cause I know, cause I, I have read it, but I'm going to revisit it just given this conversation of just kind of to, to understand it a little bit more, but I think it's, it's, um, you know, just, it's a very interesting aspect of 
how how widespread our relationships are in general from that course out yeah so yeah and you know i think the title of professor dunbar's book is instructive it says it right in the title um it's called friends understanding the power of our most important relationships mm -hmm. i appreciate that just put it right out there right right um, and and he's coming from you know an evolutionary psychology uh -huh. evolutionary biology so i feel like you know he says it's true it's true friends yeah. are our most important relationships yeah well, we're almost out of time, but I think that's a good place to just kind of summarize it and invite everybody else to weigh in on that as well, to take a look at, after listening to the podcast, just take a look at the, the article and, and see what your response is to it. Yeah, exactly. Does 150 sound right to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And Terry, thank you for another fabulous conversation. Thank you. And I look forward to our next one. I know. I can't wait for our next episode. We will see you all there. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.